Hi, this is Mark Sullivan, and I'm the president of Formula 4 Media, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this week's podcast in Sports Insights Extra. I'd also encourage all of you to reach out and talk to us about the running event, which will take place in Austin this year from November 28th through December 1st. Thank you very much. Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I am speaking with Brian Smeltzer, the general manager of Zamst, uh, based in Irvine, California. The company is a division of Tokyo-based Nippon Sigamax company with privately held wholly owned subsidiaries in the U.S., Europe, and China. Mr. Smeltzer is a sporting goods industry veteran, having spent the last 15 years at Oakley, K-Swiss, TaylorMade Adidas Golf, Arena, and Shut Sports, among others. He joined Zamst in 2012, where he has led the marketplace development of the startup brand to establishing distribution across North America within multiple channels over the first two years of retail release. Uh, good morning, Brian. Uh, I'd like to touch upon a few topics within the sports protectors market today in our few minutes, and so let's get started. Could you provide our listeners with a brief history of the Zamps brand and what makes it different in the sports protectors market today? Yes, Bob. Thank you. Uh, first, uh, it's really our 22-year heritage in the, at a premium level within the industry. One thing we found is that when you focus on product 24-7, which we do, there's no distractions and it allows us to keep focus on creating great product in the marketplace. Uh, second thing I would say is authentication is extremely important to our brand. We have authentication through some of the most elite athletes and core sports across the world, partnerships and validation with some of the highest level in the medical profession, which we're very proud of. The third would be our product creation, which is the ground up philosophy we have of not creating better mousetrap, but actually creating the mousetrap. So we have a lot of innovations that we've created in the marketplace as well. But I would say ultimately, Bob, it's that we're a first mover brand willing to take risks and disrupt the status quo to the benefit of both the retailer and the consumers. Okay, secondly, uh, Brian, I want to ask you about the growth of your brand over the last five years and your recent new initiatives and in retail channels, you know, the Sell Consumer Direct uh, to professional teams, universities, and schools? At the, I would say first at the outset, our intention was as we go into each channel we distribute into, we wanted to be authentic. Meaning we know in over the 22 years and being in the business, we knew the specific injuries that each sport athlete, elite athlete, or otherwise has within each respective sport. So we're identifying specific product for each channel around specific injuries that these consumers may have. So that was really a key focus for us when we first entered the market. We are positioned at a premium level. And one other area that we innovated in was creating a consumer experience as we see the digital environment at retail is happening very rapidly. So we wanted to be in front of that. As a result, we're the first uh, to market with a custom product selector app in the marketplace, which we created about three years ago. In addition, we're also first mover with interactive merchandising, digital installations that we put into some of our key retailers. It's a very progressive first mover merchandising platform that we're now expanding in with some other key retailers such as Dick's and Shields. Some of the product innovations that we've had over the last few years is Filmista, which is our fusion technology, which achieves a combination between bracing and taping, which is kind of that magic bullet you'll see, embracing and support, which we had on a gold innovation level award at ISPO the last two years. And we position that across multiple sports, including adoption through most of NFL, NBA, and NHL teams. 
In addition to that, we feel that training is a, is a very important aspect to ensuring that we come through the confusion in this marketplace that seems to be in regards to how to purchase this category, which sometimes doesn't maximize the potential for our retailers. So we have customized training platforms, both interactive training platforms as well as module training platforms. We feel are very effective when we put those out in the marketplace. Also, another big advantage that we've looked at in the marketplace is top pyramid where we work with most NFL, NBA, and NHL, and MLB teams. And we feel with the combination of best in class with product marketing athletes, merchandising, with the end consumer in mind, we've been able to quickly grow the brand, fortunately, with some key retailers across most of Canada and the U.S. Brian, that Zams has a marquee endorser in nearly every, if not all, major professional sports, including your July signing of the Denver Broncos' Vaughn Miller. Uh, And what sports would you say uh, protectors most utilized today, and in what areas do you think protectives should be used more? Yeah, first, I would say, yes, we've been very fortunate to work with some very high-profile athletes that have found not only to be endorsers of the product, but users themselves. Some of the greatest athletes we had is Steph Curry, as you just mentioned, who continues to wear our customized A2DX in both black and white in our new pure version over the past five seasons. In addition, you mentioned others, Vaughn Miller, Addison, Russell, Ryan Getzloff, Amy Craig, and Melissa Arnott, who happens to be our outdoor endorser. We have a very strict policy when we go after endorsing. We're very, very focused on how they would fit in with the brand and have them first and foremost be believers in the product and the authentication of that product. Where will we find the most bracing and support uses in football at multiple levels? Uh, we're a premium land brand that's built around power and speed reinforcement, and this gives us a broad opportunity to build across multiple sports and expands our authentication and opportunity with our retailers and consumers. Other areas where we feel the adoption rate is less uh, is mainly in regards to the prevention use versus post-injury use. We find that that's a significant opportunity It isn't being communicated the way it should be, and Zamps has been able to position our brand on pre-injury as well as post-injury opportunity with our athletes and teams. Brian, do you see, uh, can can the use of a specific protective help someone become a better player in a specific activity? Yes, uh, a very good example of that, and probably our best example was Steph Curry. Prior to joining the Zamps team, as we know, Steph had been dealing with significant ankle injuries that were jeopardizing his longevity in the NBA and ultimately his career. We were approached by his orthopedic surgeon that the A2DX was the only ankle brace he approves for Steph's use, and fortunately he's been using that over the past four years in the NBA, and, and part of that success in utilizing the ankle braces over that time period since utilizing A2DX He's been a two-time MVP and, and multi-world champion, so we feel very fortunate to be aligned with Steph and doesn't really get much better than that as an example of someone utilizing the product and benefiting from it long-term. What do you see as the biggest consumer and athlete misconceptions about sport protectives today and the biggest consumer or dealer misconceptions about the category as a whole? Well, we find a couple areas where there's some misconceptions. Uh, first, we find that most people feel they're restricted and will actually weaken your joints and ligaments or tendons if used on a prevention level. 
And that's where we find most of the misconceptions. I really don't need this product until I've been injured. It's simply not the case, and we feel one that needs to be corrected through education, which we have a significant platform and content built specifically around correcting those types of misconceptions. The other one we find is that they feel it's difficult to understand. This is one reason when we first positioned the brand, we found the marketplace to be very confusing. So we wanted to make sure that we targeted and authenticated each one of our channels, the message with very simple sophistication is what we call it, through authentic athletes, marketing, merchandising, that's second to none, and we've been rewarded and really privileged to work with some of the great retailers now, Dick, Sportcheck, Shields, and Paragon, along with other run specialty and outdoor accounts that continue to come on board. Finally today, Brian, uh, you know, directionally, where do you see the category uh, of sport protectives going, going in the Americas and worldwide over the next five years? Does the ZAMPs have some specific growth product development objectives uh, planned for the span? I would say first from a ZAMPs perspective, we find uh, that from a product perspective, there will be a continual progression to provide a hybrid between lightweight bracing support fabrications combined with what they call second skin materials. Lightweight with no loss of support is a key. One product that we're going to be expanding that has been very successful for us is our Fusion Tech Filmista line that will continue to expand, which we feel satisfies that need in the progression in the marketplace. I also see with the aging baby boomer demo in the U.S. buildup of post-injury need with both ex-athletes and consumers is a significant opportunity as well. Progression in technologies with fabrication materials and also at the same time making sure the messaging on these benefits is clearly stated and simplified and that adoption rate will continue to increase. And simplified messaging for us is a key component to success as much as it is the product technologies, ensuring that we have an interactive brand experience at retail as we have been in front of on a first mover level, digital merchandising will continue to progress in our stores with the messaging on digital interactive technology with brand experience engagement. These are all areas where we see significant growth with ZAMP. Building these foundational pillars will be key to where we see we are going as well. But ultimately, in the long run, they have to benefit both the retailer and the consumer. Thanks very much, Brian. I, I would have to agree the aging baby boom market seems like it would be a perfect market for your category. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.